A Shot of Wrestling, episode 12, and away we go. Coming to you from Omega Studios in New York City, it's A Shot of Wrestling. On tonight's show, the review of Payback, Raw Cheers and Heels, and A Shot of Wrestling exclusive interview with Mr. McMahon. I'm your host, the Green Man, and now, here's your host, Michael J. Putty! This is by far the most excited I've been for a show since episode one. It's a big show. Some may say it's the biggest <laughs> show that we have Paul planned. White, Paul White's here? Wow. The big show. It's the big show. Uh, I, I, love, I like Payback, I love Draw, and now... Cherry on top of my Sunday is we got an exclusive interview with the chairman of the board of Vince McMahon himself. This is the first time ever a shot of wrestling has scored an interview with a WWE employee, let alone one of like the cream of the crop of employees, the man, like the owner of the company, Mr. McMahon. That's insane. Can't um, believe it happened. It's like a surreal day, a very surreal day. I will let everybody in on the secret is that I wasn't involved in this. When you guys hear this interview, I will be hearing it for the first time myself. Green Man did it all on his own. He has connections, his thing. He only allowed one man to do it. And uh, he did it. And um, I want to rush to the first segment so I can hear this interview. I'm very excited. Yeah, we're going to give it to you. Did, you. did you promote Shot of Wrestling or did you promote Green Man shit? No. Like you always do. <laughs> Ever since you mentioned that to me, it's all been about okay. the show. It's about us growing our, our fan base. If you're listening to us for the very first time, what a great choice you've made. Yeah, why? I mean, this episode that you're tuning into, I mean, 1 through 11 were amazing. I mean, I, I haven't listened to any shows. I might listen to the show. This this yeah, is this, it. This, show this is the to. show to tune into. Yeah. This could be the WrestleMania of all shows. Okay? I like that. This This could be it. We did the road to WrestleMania and the yeah. WrestleMania hangover, but this might be, like, the show. I think it is. Uh, I am with the rundown. I like it. Great week for wrestling news. A lot of things did happen. Ups and downs, but a great yeah. week overall. And uh, I mean, some people may not agree that they enjoyed their week, but we'll talk about that in the news. Yes. What we want to start off with, a way that we start off a lot of our shows... I mean, I've heard from some of you, you listen to the show in many different ways. I personally listen to the show when I'm on the train, you know, going there. If you see me riding the F train that a good friend to the show, The Voice, Erwin Escobar, drives. Do you drive a train? Is that what you do? Do you choo-choo a train? Do you conduct oh, a train? Good question. Conduct? Did we, did we You're a this? conductor. You're a conductor, but you don't You operate a train. You're the train operator. So when you operate a train, he's operating my F train. I'm listening to a shot of wrestling, and I'm holding the laughter back because there's a lot of moments where I just. You're welcome. <laughs> this is all me. I do <laughs> laugh at some of your jokes. I sometimes laugh at myself at how stupid I yeah. am. But I mean, there's always a smile on my face, and that's really what the show is all about. It's a show from the fans to the fans, and all we try to do is hopefully bring a smile to your face. We're gonna start off this week. Speaking of fans, yeah, tell me. um, I have gotten a message from a fan of the show, a good friend of mine and yours, Mark Tolman. Hey, 
down in Florida. Listen to the show. Hey there, Tolman. He said we're doing a great job. When we're down there next year for WrestleMania 33, uh, we're going to have you on the show. So get ready. Get your notes. You have a year to prepare. <laughs> and y'all have a year to prepare for Mark Tolman being on the show. That's going to oh, be wow. a unique show. That Maybe that could be the biggest show. I don't know if he could overstage Mr. McMahon. Shane McMahon did. I don't know if he yeah. could do it. <laughs> well, this, what's going to happen is Mark Tolman is going to do so well, Mr. McMahon's going to say, I got to go back on that show. <laughs> I got to go back on that show. <laughs> Hey, that's, that was that's not a good, bad. That, that was, was not bad Mr. at all. <laughs> that was that Mr. McMahon? My first time ever. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Well, no, lost it. Fucked it up. That lost it. All right. Anyway. Um, but yes, you can listen to your show on the train. You can listen to it on your commute, on your way to work, way to school, wherever you go. Or you may have a Sunday off and you might want to say, let me listen to a shot of wrestling. And you know what I'm going to do this time? I'm going to tune in to Mystery Wrestling Theater with them so I could see what they're seeing while they're doing the show and this week well we know someone at the ease now listening to our show what we do every week is we, we watch one of your pay-per-views and we <laughs> give our commentary so when someone's listening to the show I'm like oh my god Lana's hot they know what we're talking about yeah uh, by the way Lana is hot and you don't need to watch any show to see that yeah um, but this week we're going to be watching Payback from what year May 1st, 2016 in Chicago, Illinois. This just happened. Illinois. This is the first... Illinois. What did I say? Illinois. Uh, no, Illinois. You said Illinois. Oh, Illinois? Are they yeah, Illinois? Yeah, yeah. Can you take that one? We've been there. <laughs> and away. We. Go. So, I mean, it's fresh in everybody's mind. You guys know what happened. We may be chiming in as to some of the things that are going on. Oh, we will. <laughs> Because it was a great show. Early on, wow. I think we're going to chime in. Yeah. Give us maybe like 12 minutes. We'll chime in. I mean, it didn't take long for this show to hit some high storylines about what happened. Uh, but let's get into the news. Let's get this show started. Um, the main story this week is, as we all, it's been rumored it's coming every year that seems to have done it. They didn't do it last year, but this year it happened. The annual release day there was a mass cut of superstars on the roster and today was a day and wwe has come to terms with the release of these superstars king barrett my boy which we reported on episode one yeah, we've been talking about um he's coming to his end um it, that was, he, was, he the asked for that so that, that wasn't a big that was a big surprise man i'm sorry to see go damian sandow mm. There was so much potential there. So much, I, re- and he, he I remember great. when he won Money in the Bank. Yeah, I was, was like, wow, this is the push that he's, he deserves. He did, he's going to he get the, there. I loved his wrestling style. He was good. He did it. Um, imitations of Superstars. Mm-hmm. It was like the Damian Mizdow, which oh, got him over as... Great ad. program, Damian Mizdow. A man who announced his retirement a couple months ago, and it's officially gone. Who do you miss? Santino Morello. He was funny. He, was, he brought the comedy. I mean, there's so should, much comedy just, with the New Day right yeah. now. There's a lot of competition. I don't think Santino could live in this Whatever city new li- era, quote-unquote, yeah. new era. No. Um, but Santino, he was one of my faves. Definitely bring him back at one-off appearances every now and then. And what a great way to make your introduction into the WWE. He won the Intercontinental Championship on his first As night. fan in the crowd, quote-unquote. <laughs> uh, He's living our dream. Former Funkadactyl Cameron. We kind of saw that coming. Hornswoggle. My biggest, besides King Barrett, Payne, my man, who was high on Alex Raleigh is no longer with the company. Ouch. 
El Torito, which is no surprise since they're moving on from that gimmick. And was that your big letdown? Like, was that the moment you got Alex really Riley? sad? No, yeah. El Torito. No, El Torito. Yeah, because our friend Jonathan's kid has the action figure. Oh, like he's you got some El, El, Torito. El Torito fans. Yeah, we got a huge El Torito fan. And finally, controversial manager Zeb Coulter. I didn't know too much about Seth Coulter when he came on board. Zeb. Um, Zeb. Zeb. Maybe I didn't know too much now since I can't even pronounce his name. <laughs> or maybe I've had too many shots of wrestling. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Right All now. right. Click. Here we go. Here's to ya. Zeb. Barrett. Sandell. Morella. Cameron. Hornswoggle. Riley. El Torito. Myself and Green Man. We wish you well on your future endeavors. Cheers to you, my friends. So, yeah, it's, it's been a sad day. I mean, there's that's a lot of pink slips to write up. If you guys are listening to this show and you're not fans of Game of Thrones, Game, Game of Thrones, this is what it's like. Because every time you like somebody, they end up killing them on that show. <laughs> and this is what, it's like the Red Wedding of the WWE. A lot of people got released today. Um, yeah, I'm going to miss Barrett. I'm going to miss... Alex Riley, even though he had so much potential, he didn't do anything. Cause he, I, think I he thought he was it. doing so well in NXT. He was doing the commentating, and then he yeah, came I'm back into a wrestling mode for a little bit. And he he had some great matches. I think yeah, he did, I probably yeah. saw more NXT when Alex Riley was wrestling than I ever seen NXT. And he was good on the, the pre-shows, and those, when they're doing the post-shows. Yeah. Uh, he'll be missed. I was, I was huge on him in, during his NXT, NXT debut when he was doing that. It was a sideshow. So the WWE just uh, played a clip calling this payback as the first pay-per-view of the new era. Okay, can I try, can I try something? Try something. Go ahead. The first pay-per-view of the new era. It's my Dateline voice. I'm practicing <laughs> for a future show. Yes. Of the new era. Oh, that's better. That's better. Little yeah. did they know yeah. what was coming next. So, um... All these, all these releases. Enzo Amore know was coming. Yeah, but I'm bummed. These announces, uh, these releases were announced today. However, Zeb Coulter and Hornswoggle have already been booked by Global Force Wrestling. However, Hornswoggle's name. Have you heard his new name? Yes, I, I did read on it. What's uh, his name? Swoggle. Insert eye roll here. Oh, I don't think I was supposed to read that. Or no, no. <laughs> Those are just your yeah, notes, dude. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> But yeah, all right. Good luck, Swoggle and uh, Coulter, I guess, right? Is that, is that like trademark infringement? I mean, it's very I similar. Uh, it's very Swoggle. No, Swoggle and Hornswoggle are two different things. So that's all they got you. Yeah. It was like Christian with the other company that shall not be named in case you guys are listening. And he was Christian Cage. So mm. it's not. Well, listen, um, Shane McMahon left Vince McMahon for seven years and he came back to a big pop. I could only assume that Vince McMahon's other son, Hornswoggle, <laughs> would leave for a few years and come back. I mean, the door is always open well for done. Hornswoggle. Well done. Like if Shane McMahon went to another company, he would be Shane McMahon. Uh, <laughs> he would just be Shane Man. Shane, 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 Shane Man. Man. <laughs> Yo, what's up, man? Or hey, Shane, Mick. Shane Man. Or Shane Mick. <laughs> Shane Mickey. Yeah. Shane Mickey. <laughs> Shane Mickey. We're we're. we're <laughs> This is how are we you, go over. We get too are, excited about our own topics here. Who you who you uh, say does he go? Um, I think Alex Riley. To be honest yeah, with right. you, I really thought he was he was a great talent. 
Um, and I thought he was doing really well in NXT. Yeah. And even if he wasn't coming up to the main roster, just being a fixture in the NXT roster and putting those guys over and doing the commentating, doing some matches, I thought he did very well. Um, well, think about what I'm excited to see him go too. But my, I guess, glass half full moment here was Festus got released. Now he's back as Luke Gallo. So maybe Alex probably go somewhere. Hopefully Japan and comes back. Japan. Yeah. Apparently that's the place to go if you want to yes. come back. So if anybody's listening, go to Japan. Go to Japan. Yeah. That's what I would do. So that's um, that's it. That was, that was um, a busy day. A huge day. Yeah. I don't assume anymore because it's usually all in one day. But everyone I love, Zach what Ryder. What a tough day to be safe. part of like, the head of talent relations where you have to let yeah. all these people go. It's funny because I read an article week or two ago and I was going to talk about it on the show it was the top 10 superstars who should be released oh I did read in that in 2016 oh, a few and of them. I think 5, 6 of these names are yeah, on this list absolutely I remember wow. Cameron was on it I mean these are Cameron, people that Cameron, haven't Swallow, done anything El on that list so I'm like wow that's yeah. Damien Sandow I think was on that list as well but anyway so we wish you well in your future endeavors once again and hopefully we'll see you back once you guys hone your craft yeah like Abel mentioned, we were watching Payback 2016. And Don't right get now. soft on me, okay? What Do you need me to spell it out for please, you? Please, I'm, I'm confused. S A W F T. Soft. Right now, the board villains are about to come out and. Speaking to the mic, Mike. I, I did. I turned my mic. <laughs> I, I'm a pro. Don't tell me what to do. I know, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing it for years. Enzo Mori, who. We all love and are very high on here on the show. He suffered a severe injury on payback. He was thrown into the ropes, but he somehow got hung up on the ropes, and his head whipped back and smacked hard, very hard on the mat. And he was left unconscious, which was a very scary sight. It turns out they originally feared it was a broken neck, which is... Oh, yeah, I can totally see that. Not... I mean, pleasant. when he was laying on the ground, you, all you could see, like his body was limp, but you could see his breath like irregularly yeah, coming right in and out there. of his chest. Like, like it felt like his body was gasping for air at that moment. And when Gotch went to go grab him right afterwards, he he was just like a rag doll. He just yeah. didn't move. Yeah, Dick trying to move him. Yeah. What? <laughs> he remained he remained motionless on the floor before. Thank God the referee threw up the X and medical personnel were able to come out. He was actually structured actually outside the out of the arena, which was it's, it's scary. It's a scary moment, especially to start off a pay per view. And this is the match I was looking forward to. Yep, because I'm high on Enzo Amore, high on Big Cass. I don't like the the villains gimmick, but they won me over with their promo with previous weeks. I'm high on them as well. Mm-hmm. I was looking forward to both, but these four men can deliver. And it's sad to see these guys, even if you hate them, even if you hate anybody, it's scary to see one of these guys get injured like that. And it's rough. It's, it's scary. And what my my th- first thought was, is this a gimmick? Yeah. Once I saw Gotch try to move him and the ref pulled him back mm-hmm. and Cass come out, I'm like, oh, something's up here. And then they did not show Enzo Amari for a while. Right. The camera was locked and he announced it, which brought me back, which I was talking about to you before, was the Owen Hart situation. Right. One and I noticed one injury injury is real. They don't show it. Mm-hmm. If injury is fake, they show it. Commentators shut up. Yeah, they let the action unfold. 
if it's fake, but this is real, and the commentators have to fill in the time. And they flash to him when the EMTs got there, but they quickly flash back. There's been a lot of injuries that have happened in the ring. Um, You... Remember when uh, Triple H tore his, his uh, what is it, his quad? quad? Yeah. You know, John Cena with his broken nose. Yeah. You know, like all these things happen and the match still continue. Is this part of the new era where if like an injury happens, they are taking it more seriously and they're just, you know, they're just saying, you know what, let's just go out for the safety of our wrestlers. Let's not put into their minds that they have to finish this match. Like the match could have... Because I was thinking, what are the other angles they could work? All right, uh, Enzo is on the outside, but maybe Cass goes on the inside to try to continue selling the match with with Gotch. You know, there, if if Enzo Mori broke his hand, if he broke his nose, definitely. But this is a severe concussion. He was knocked unconscious. There's no way they could play this off or do anything about it. And they did the right thing. Does Simon remind we- you of um, Cesaro a little bit? By the way. A little bit. This guy. I don't, yeah. That's Simon? Simon. No, that's English. English? What's his name? Simon Something. English. Gotch is Simon Gotch, isn't it? So, oh, so, I'm still getting to know these guys. Me too. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you've well, yeah, the white guy. I was that. <laughs> he looks a little Cesaro-ish. Yeah, very, that's the first thing I thought of. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, the poor man Cesaro. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was a story I was following all night, and thank God it wasn't a broken neck. All tests came back negative, and... Um, it was just, a, I mean, it's worth saying just a concussion, but it was just a concussion. And even concussions, I think the WWE is taking concussions a lot more seriously oh, now. Um, so it is going to be a long time before we see Enzo Amore back on TV. Hopefully not that long because he was taken to a local hospital. Like I said, all the tests came back negative, but he's been pulled. He's been pulled from all live events until May 20th. Okay. But um, he still has to pass an impact test, and we—if uh, you've seen Breaking impact, Ground, you because if you've seen Breaking yeah. Ground and some of the NXT specials, anytime someone gets a concussion and it's something serious, the WWE is taking it more seriously than they have in the past yeah. because they've seen things. Oh, it just happened! Just happened! It live, just yeah. happened! Sorry, got distracted because this is big, exactly big what we're looking at right away payback. too. Yeah, um, but now they have to pass an impact test. Gotcha. Trying to move Before right they actually ref, get do your back, good job, ref. Pushes them back, yeah, forcibly. Like, good job, ref. And then the X's came up. X's right away, yeah. right away. So you're saying May twentieth? May twentieth. He's been um, until May twentieth. Um, what do you call the impact? I'm looking for that word. I called it on my notes. Concussion protocol, which is called in the NFL. The inter-concussion protocol in the okay. NFL, but it's impact. Thank it's you. It's an impact for, test. Yeah. yeah. Where they kind of. Uh, Give them a little tease in the ring where they come around, tease, try to take test, some bumps yeah. and see how they react to it, see how they feel, see if anything comes up, which is it's a great thing that the, the WWE is doing. I think the see, safety... Here's a, a slow-mo again, which we posted, I think, everywhere on, Everybody on Twitter. Yeah. Who didn't post this? They, I mean... Well, that, that, when he had hit the second rope, it didn't look that bad, but then that snap back against the mat, it was like, oh. I mean, one of the reasons that we do this show, we try to kind of collect all the information from social media, all the blogs, all the uh, the dirt sheets from the shows. You know, we watch it as fans, but we also try to get the information. Um, a lot of people were tweeting and were upset yeah. at the who were at the stadium in Chicago, who were at the Allstate Arena, who said they really didn't get any news about what was going on because they couldn't hear the commentating where well, the fans who were at home heard halfway through the show, oh, you know, he's doing better. All the tests came back negative. 
But the fans there who were concerned about what happened didn't hear anything till literally close to the end of the show. So they were a little bit, bit upset about that. So um, May 20th, he's been pulled from until May 20th, I should say. So he's coming back late May. Okay. May 20th is the weekend of WWE Extreme Rules, which takes place on May 22nd. So you might see the grand return of Enzo uh, Amore. And, and I'm on the road to Extreme yes, you Rules are. Right now. Me and good friend to the show, Slick Dick Williams. I wouldn't go that far. I, good friend to the green man, Slick there Dick you go. Williams. <laughs> um, but he and I will be at WWE at Extreme Rules. And it feels like a lot of the matches that we saw at Payback will be seeing... Again, at Extreme Rules, just with a little twist. So I'm hoping Enzo comes out and interferes in that match because I want to see him back because he's great in the mic. I'm hoping it does not impact his career in any way. And um, we show the world, my friend. Yeah, I mean... Hopefully Green Man lend an interview with you. <laughs> one could How you on- doing? One could only hope. And hopefully I, I won't be soft. Um, soft? Soft. Soft? Soft. How, how do you say that again? How you... You spell it. I saw FT, right? You know, I, I'm a, every time I watch him spell it, I, I don't know why, but Cass doesn't seem to me like the smartest guy in the room. Like no, yeah, the, no, the brightest yeah. crayon in the box. Yeah. I sometimes feel like he's going to misspell the word. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm waiting for the moment where he's, he's like, S A F W T. Wait, no. He's a Billy Gun in the group. He's a Billy Gun. Yeah. All right, so wish you all the well. In other news, ready to move on into other news, Ryback is in contract negotiations and he has been removed from TV. He's been asked to be removed. TV, television. Yeah, yeah, he's sent home indefinitely, right? Yeah. He wants, and this is really interesting, he wants the talent to be paid equally. This is one of his big gripes. Which is something we talked about, I think, off air. We haven't talked about it on the air, but like... When you win a match on paper, you get a bonus. Okay. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Until I realized that he said that the matches are predetermined. Right. So I'm not going after the losing match. I'm going after because I'm supposed to lose a match. Because that's what's on my script. And yeah, like, yeah, that actually makes sense. Why is, why are you, Green Man, getting more money because to beat me because you're told to beat me? He has a point here. He's just doing his job. He's going out there to win, lose, whatever it is. Whatever they want me to do is that that's what he's going to do, right? It's something I never thought about before. The losers, yeah. Wow, yeah. It it makes sense. And when you are high, like let's say at the John Cena level, right? Mm -hmm. You get so much more beyond just you're doing matches. You get opportunities to do promotions. You you get to sell more merchandise. And that's another point he brought up. If you're one of the top tier guys, your merchandise is obviously selling you a lot more and making a lot more money for you. So why not get paid equally? Because as a top tier wrestler, you're going to be getting that larger income coming from your merchandise sales. I'm thinking about regardless of the tiers. I think John Cena should be making a lot more than Sami Zayn. But it's Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. I think they both should be paid equally. And this is one of the gripes that, uh, I mean, I know you don't like bringing his name up. I'm a big fan of CM Punk. Who? This no, is what I know. I know. <laughs> turned, I'm going to bring up a good point. Let me, let he me turned t- his back on you. He walked out <laughs> on you. So I don't that's know. Shane McMahon, so I don't know how you no, forget he did. him. He's just like, oh, I'm leaving because I'm going to support my mom on her Senate campaign. 
He turns his back on you, and everyone idolizes this guy. You go, CM Punk, good God, good riddance. Well, the reason I bring him up because CM Punk brought, brought a point when oh, Jesus, uh, WrestleMania in New York City happened. Uh, 29. 20, thank you. 29 well, happened. You were there. You he went know. up against The Undertaker, and he uh-huh. felt The Undertaker. There you go. And he was complaining about why am I not getting paid? We're both at the same level. We're both performing at the they're same. Not, they're not the same level. You know, so why is he getting the bigger pay? They're not at the same level. I'm putting him over, if CM anything. Punk, CM Punk is not on the same level as The Undertaker. He's Nobody is on the same level as The Undertaker. <laughs> not even John Cena. No. Vince McMahon? Yes. Oh, okay. Vince McMahon. Mr. McMahon. Is on the same level. Same level as Undertaker. You now you're just catering to I would our pay, interviewer. I would, hands up. Matt shut. I would pay good money to see The Undertaker versus Mr. McMahon because both men deserve a lot of money, <laughs> given a lot to this business, and they deserve it. Okay. CM Punk deserves nothing. Now, those were my viewpoints as I was reading this story. Okay. The Green Man's actual viewpoints Here we go. Is, good. All right. Here we go. Dude, right back. Shut your face. Okay? I think that professional wrestling, yes. just like any sport has people who are great, who are eh, and who suck. And those people who suck get released. Like, just just what happened today. If you're not cutting it, if you're not getting that fan backing to you, if you're not delivering in the ring, even if you're supposed to go out there and lose, there's certain people who have that charisma, who have the it factor, who go out there and really outperform themselves and really captivate the audience. Right back, you're not one of them, buddy. You're not. So do not compare yourself to John Cena. Do not compare yourself to anybody who you think should be equally paid to you because you're not them. You haven't been them. You're not going to be them. And you crying about it makes you look like a punk. I I don't think he was comparing himself to John Cena or that tier. He knows he's not on that tier. Let's see that Hollywood. You're the rock. I'm starring in a movie with you. All right. right. I'm, I'm, I'm the bad guy's right hand men but he has he has two right hand men both those right hand men should be paid equally they're doing a job they're doing a performance basically these guys are performing for you no. and if Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens they're on the same level they're nobodies they're fresh they're starting out Kevin Owens should not get paid more money for winning because somebody told him he was going to win. I think there's a lot of similarities between professional wrestling and professional sports. And the aspect of competition it's revolves diff- around the money. Yeah, it's but all di- about the money. And why do you want to be better? Because you want more of the money. Because you deserve better. Austria- if you want more of the money, then go out there and do what all these other wrestlers are doing. Break your ass, get out there, get the fans, do whatever. I mean, it got to the point where even Zack Ryder was getting so much attraction. Solve topic. So much attraction when he was doing that internet championship and he was building his own fan base. And he got into the main event. Into the the main event picture with John Cena. He got into his WrestleMania moment and he's still around. You know what? Because he's not sitting around waiting for a storyline to come his way for the writers to write him into the big storyline because he thinks he deserves it. Get the Wambulance and get fucking right back off my screen. No. Um, what's his name? The guy from WrestleMania 24. I'm sorry. Money Mayweather. 
What's his name? Who? Money Mayweather. Uh, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Uh, Manny Pacquiao was a huge, huge, my uh, Republican nominee friend, Hall of Famer, say, huge. Huge. A huge match. Both men were at the apex of their career. Facing for the championship. Right. One man lost. One man won. The winner got the purse. He got more money. Because he beat the other guy. Right. Ryback versus Kalista was predetermined. Ryback went out there and performed. He should got the same amount of money as Kalisto did. First of all, A, it was a pre-show. Two, they're known buddies because who cares about Kalisto Ryback besides little kids? It was on the pre-show. Going back to point A. I, I mean, Kalisto should get more money because A, he's a champion. But they should get the same amount of money because Ryback didn't do anything wrong. He didn't lose. He was told to lose. He wasn't inferior to Kalisto that night. He was told to lose. So he should get the same amount of money as Kalisto did. I, I, I kind of see his point. I see your point. I see everyone else's point. But uh, So I'm kind of torn here. But no. I, we won't it matter because in my personal Ryback opinion, could probably I think, I think the competition soon. of money should always be there. And to be the best, yes. to no, get the bigger car, to get the bigger no, house, there's no competition. to get the bigger the Rolex. This is not competition because they're, told, they're told who's going to win. If... If any of these wrestlers in NXT are do not have the Sammy's, spirit of competition but Sammy, to want to no, get no, on the main event roster to make up, more money, up, yeah, yeah to make more money to Sammy get Zane, you're, you're, you're writing me up, man. You're uh, like I, I, I feel very passionate. Sami Zayn was told he's going to lose tonight, so he didn't have acid. He performed his heart out to make people think that this was a, a fair one-on-one competition. So he should get the same purse. That Kevin Owens did because they put on a hell of a match. Just because he was told to lose to elevate Owens' character, it's not Stemi Zane's fault. Did she get the same amount? But you're you're compare you're comparing apples to apples, which Kevin, we should be doing. Yes, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are in the same in the same level. You know, they're both coming Eric up in front of Yeah, but. Ryback, I do not. I, I think he he is on a, a level so below so many other. Kalisto, people. yeah, like you said, he's a U- United States champion. He has not lost the United States champion this is since a pre-show he, match versus two people. Nobody really cares about. Guess why he still has the United States championship. So and he but, has great matches. He Kalisto has, wouldn't have that championship match. He would not have won that champ. He would have not retained if Ryback didn't lose. It's not about winners or losers with this company. It's about. The match is about entertainment. It's about me being sitting on my mat, my ass, watching you guys. Both men put on a hell of a match. I was thoroughly entertained. Both men should be paid equally. I think. I think at this point, uh, Michael J, you and I are going to have to agree to disagree, and we're going to have to leave it to the fans. Yep, you decide right, where you good. guys, you guys, and please feel free. I mean, we have Instagrams, Facebooks, Twitters. If you feel like commenting on anything that we just discussed today, go ahead. This is your forum. And let us know what you think, because I think at this point, we're at a mute. We're going in circles. Yeah, we're going yeah. in circles. We're going and by, there's so many points. But if I agree with your comment, I might read it on the air. Yeah. If Abel agrees with your comment, I, I won't read it. <laughs> what else is in the news? Uh, China, once again. Oh, yeah, we talked a lot about China last week. Deservingly so. Absolutely. Uh, TMZ Sports actually met up with Stephanie McMahon, and they asked her a couple of things. They asked her about Shaq. They asked her about... 
boxing, MMA, ended it with, do they think China will ever be in the Hall of Fame? Wow. I think that's a question that a lot of fans have been asking. And her unsurprisingly robotic, you know, pretty much basic statement, which I would have said is her as well. And I quote, I'm sure that we'll see China in the Hall of Fame at some point in the future. I'm not sure what that year will be, <laughs> but there's no denying her contributions to the WWE, which is a basic blank statement. And no one wants China to get in next year, but she definitely deserves it. And she'll definitely be somebody we'll be excited to see get finally get in. To respect of our interview later on, I think uh, Stephanie McMahon handled that very well. Uh, your interview next because I wasn't she, invited to this she, she party. Did ve- she did very, very well. Uh, I, I concur. I think everyone. There's no. There's no denying that because no one's going to say China get, get it next year. Yeah. No. I, I completely agree yeah. with Stephanie's statement. So do I. I mean, leave leave them alone. China's going to get in eventually. Relax. In other news. Shane McMahon, so from one McMahon to another McMahon. I like it. Uh, Shane McMahon is scheduled to be on the next Foley podcast. I love Foley's podcast. Do you really? No, I've never heard of it before. <laughs> he did a episode where he brought on Stone Cold uh, during WrestleMania weekend. I think that's uh, the last time. We weren't the first time. First and only time. We were there in person, so we didn't see that because we were out enjoying the uh, fan access. It, I mean, which was great, by the way. Thank you very much for that event every year. <laughs> I in mean, the Hall of Fame. It does make sense because Foley is uh, going to be starting to promote his uh, show, uh, his reality show with his daughter. What's it called? Foley? I don't know. No. Austin Foley? <laughs> no. Is it Foley? Is it, Foley's, yeah. is it Foley's Follies? Foley Knows Best? Maybe. I don't know. I forgot the name of it. Anyway. Fall for Foley. That sounds like a dating show. You gonna watch it? Huh? You gonna watch it? I'm surprised I watch as much as I watch of the W. I, I was going back through the WWE Network, things that I have watched, and I'm kind of running out of things that I have not watched. Yeah, like there's a lot of things that I've are all red taped. Wow! Seen. Like moving you. on. That's what they want you to hear. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> so I mean, the WWE Network is great. I'm happy to be paying my nine ninety nine for it. I was paying for freak that I had you logged in my TV by accident. Yeah. I was paying money for nothing. Accidentally, yeah. Mr. McMahon. Accidentally. I log back in. I'm in now. I'm, pay- I'm giving you my money. Yeah. What else we got? A story. A shot of wrestling broke on our Facebook page as it happened. So follow us on Facebook for breaking news. Legendary manager Bobby the Brain Heaton was hospitalized. Oh, Jesus. Hospitalized. Try, no, take two. Sh- no. oh, nope, take two. Here we go. Are you the miss? Yeah, take two. <laughs> and you can do better. I can do much better. <laughs> Legendary manager Bobby the Brain Heenan was hospitalized this week after falling in his home. He was in the hospital for about like three days because doctors wanted to monitor his high blood pressure, mm. which was very dangerously low. According to David Hero with two R's, a spoken, I sp- oh, take three. No, oh, here we go. Here we go. Take two. Too many shots of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> you can do better. You got this. You got this. According to David Hero with two R's, a family spokesman for the fa- family. You're the man. You're the man. You got this. You got this. He was hospitalized and kept for several days because of his dangerously low blood pressure due to 
Take five, dude. Under pressure. We need interns to kind of yeah. keep track of these takes. David Hero with two R's, a spokesman for the Heenan family, <laughs> mentioned that Bobby Heenan was kept for several days in the hospital because of his dangerous low blood pressure. So, uh, also, Hero mentioned that he was in Las Vegas with Heenan for a couple days last week, and he said Heenan was in good spirits. From me and Green Man, we wish you a speedy recovery. Yes. Uh, Thursday night, Cinco de Mayo, Heenan's wife went to Twitter to say that, and I quote, Bobby is recovering from this fall, and doctors are still keeping an eye on his blood pressure. We'll have more updates as they come. Mm. Took four takes to get to that fucking story. <laughs> Jesus. Good, good thing, good thing that we're doing it live. Good thing we're doing we're, it live. We're, 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 we'll edit it out. We'll edit yeah, it out. the E'll take care of it. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> In other news, Adam Rose, aka Ray Lapan, released a doctor's note dated April twenty second, twenty sixteen, explaining that he was treated with FDA approved medication for his ADHD. Now, if you remember, uh, we spoke about Adam Rose going. Um, Failing the drug test. Wellness policy. Uh, thank you. The wellness policy. And um, he said, you know, don't go assuming things that you don't know much about. But, um, you know, I was taking medication as directed by my doctor and he will provide a doctor's note. He did tweet. Here is my doctor's note. As promised, Rose wrote in a follow up from his April 20th post where he said, I did nothing wrong and was following all correct protocols. Yeah. I totally agree with Adam Rose here. I'm a lifelong WWE fan. I did not watch WCW. I did not watch ECW. So if you're listening, I'm a, I'm a loyalist here. Anybody who knows me knows I'm a WWE loyalist. So I apologize for this statement. You're in a, a my mo- boss a hates modally? me. My a boss dominant? hates me. So whenever I'm out and I say I'm going to the doctor, she wants to see a doctor's note because she doesn't believe me. That bitch. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Don't fuck yourself, drop there. How about if she's listening to the show? She'd be offended. Uh, I don't give a fuck. Oh, uh, that bitch. So I see what he's doing here. We're not saying they hate you, Adam Rose, but he's defending himself any way he can. And I, I've been in his boots. I understand what he's doing. And but you know, rules are rules. Didn't work. And we'll see you in forty-eight days. Well, I feel like if he provided his doctor's note that that his suspension should be. But the, w- the WWE didn't provide the suspension. It was a third party who said he failed. And it's kind of muddy waters. But So if he fails again because of this, he shouldn't get suspended. I don't think he should. I hope he doesn't. Or right? it shouldn't count as a second strike. Because, you know, sometimes mm, you, yeah. you get the 30 days, then you get the 60 days, 90 days, and then you're done. So it shouldn't be counted as like a 60 day suspension. That makes sense, yeah. Again. Talk to your sources. Let them, it should, should not. It should have one strike against them then. Yeah. Depending has one strike. I don't know. This is yeah. a second strike. By the way, Kevin Owens and Zami oh Zayn are putting on a wrestling clinic right now. Speaking of wrestling clinics, Darren Young's in the news. Oh. What is, what is Darren Young in the news for? He has been repackaged. Okay. So no more primetime players, I guess. That's it. He's getting repackaged with former WWE champion Bob Ackland, a man who we met. Yeah. A man who <laughs> signed my IC belt. Love Not him. a little bit. Hugely covering the entire belt back. <laughs> which I don't mind. He, he's a, hall, he's he's a the, Hall of Famer. Because he's one of the best 
intercontinental champions of all time. Uh, 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 whatever. No. He's still a Hall He's of not. Famer? He's still a Hall of Famer, bro. What are any Hall of Famers have signed your belt? Ring. Who are done? Thank you. So suck it. Because no one does. Mike's off? Because suck it. <laughs> he enlists Bob Backlund to be Burn. the burn. In other news, Camp WWE debuted on the man on the WWE Network this week. And we have a review from uh, Michael J. Putty. What did you think of the show? It's, uh, I like I like animation. I'm a big animation fan in general. And I found this is going to be an adult cartoon. Two of my favorite shows, as Abel knows, you guys may not, are South Park and Family Guy, which are adult cartoons. Right. So definitely, hell yeah, I want to check this show out. Last WWE Network show I've watched was Legends House. Okay. I watched it after the show aired. So what did I do? Binge watched it. <laughs> hey, let me check Can't WWE. I'm not used to this whole... Every week a new episode gets released. Right. Oh, my God. So I got to wait next week for another Aww. episode. But it was good. It was cute how they showed the family driving up to the camp. And the camp, that, the road that leads to the camp is Dusty Road. Yeah. <laughs> you ha- you do have to watch it. You can't just, like, listen and, and casually not pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, it's because there, cause there's little slight jokes yeah. around in the animation that you're like, oh, look at that. That's fine. Little chuckles. Yeah, look at the background. You got to look at everything. It was cool. The Triple H, whoever did Triple H, was spot on. (laughs) Triple H. uh, Triple H. uh, (laughs) If you're listening, uh, your parents are dead. uh, (laughs) That that guy was great. Nailed it. I like Ric Flair also. That was a great move. I love it when Sami Zayn does that DDT through the. Oh, I thought it was boring. It's. No, payback was awesome. No, no, thing like he, in NXT he came up, NXT came off great, but I think here it just looks like he's pushing himself through. Doesn't have the same impact. Not at all. Not at all. I don't know if you were watching the same show. Payback and this right match now. was freaking phenomenal. Yeah, Ric Flair fluffing the pillows by dropping his elbow on him like he yeah. does with the jacket. I think that was awesome. It kind of reminded me like if I was playing Ric Flair at home. Yeah. And wearing my mom's uh, bathrobe. Oh, bathrobe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing that on the pillows, pretending it's like, you know, like a wrestler or something. I like how they're covering their asses because it is weird to have a cartoon mm-hmm. on a product that is kind of PG, mostly PG. popular amongst kids. Yeah. So definitely go through your parental controls, which is in your account settings, because kids should not be watching this. Well,. I- when uh, Raw went off the air, I immediately went into the network because I thought it was going to be the next show on. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the next show on. So I was like, well, where's the Camp WWE? So it is on demand. Yeah. Like you have to literally go okay. to the tab, to select Camp WWE to watch it. It doesn't just come up on their regular feed. So if you're one of those wrestling fans who just wakes up in the morning, tunes in the WWE network and watches everything from morning to night, it will not show up. I liked it. It was cute. Um, it wasn't A+. Plus. It wasn't... The show sucks. I'm cute. It was cute. I'm looking forward to watching the next episodes. Yeah, thought it was funny. you have any comments on it? I, I, I thought it was, it was, it was hysterical. I wouldn't say it was hysterical, but there was a lot of chuckles. I loved Sergeant <laughs> Slaughter. Yes. The <laughs> ending to the show with Sergeant Slaughter like going into his bathtub Even after... Even before he- that, it was like... He was called... Vince called Sergeant Slaughter, and he came up with his gun, bazooka gun. He, he lowered back to his, his cabin... And later on in the show, I'm sitting with the bazooka ready to go. And he taps the light. <laughs> I guess the light, light bulb was thrown. I need a new light bulb. Well, that was cute. It was, it was good. Yeah. 
It's cool. I mean, and there's more characters that are going to continue yeah. to introduce throughout the season. So, did you watch the making I'm of the show? I'm very excited. Uh, the yes, it, like the teaser. I like that. Yeah. I mean, definitely, if you guys With watching that, definitely, Green. yeah, definitely watch the making of the show. It's only about four minutes. We can tell how much the creators love this show, and it definitely comes across on their product and the screen. And it was cool. I, I like it. I'm looking forward to watching this show. The it's it's like our show. That yeah. show is made from the fans Pretty for much. the fans, and that's exactly what this yeah. show is all about. This show is from the fans, and it's to the fans. So, you know, we're all in the same boat. We're all sharing the same opinion, and, you know, these are all jokes you're going to get. Uh, Camp WWE is definitely going over in my book. Um, on Raw, my since boy. we're talking about the network, it was also noted that the WWE network has now 1.8 million million. million? Picky to the mouth. Like <laughs> Dr. Evil. Network viewers. How now, were you amazed by this number? I was, I was trying to do the math in my head. Yeah, to so it out. I, let me do it for you. Thank you. That equals to 17982000 monthly that the WWE is collecting for your nine ninety nine. This is the greatest invention of all time. Good for them. It's the best thing they've ever done. I love it. I'm, I'm very appreciative. Good for them. So, but that's a big number. So you're saying seventeen million nine hundred eighty-two thousand nine hundred and ninety dollars is from other people. I pay ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, you just contribute ten dollars. So it's you just have to. If you want to make that money, you just have to have 1.8 million yeah. people donate ten dollars. So win the Powerball by everybody in the network. Yeah. <laughs> While we're on the topic of finances and mon- money, it's all about the money. Mister Le- McMahon would say the latest. Who edition. is on our show later on after our break? Just still f- um, amazing. The latest edition of Forbes Sports Bunny. That's a thing. Revealed that an average WWE superstar earns around five hundred thousand dollars per year. Oh my god! What the fuck is Ryback complaining about yeah. then? Before bonuses, which is merchandise, royalties, and pay per view, oh. etc. This makes me hate Ryback even more. In five hundred thousand. Forbes, after an extensive research, research made public the top ten highest. WWE wrestlers of 2015. Do you want me to count down from 10 to 1? This is the MJP countdown. Yes. Number 10. Dean Ambrose with 1.1 million. Number 9. Kane surprisingly at 1.3 million. 8. Big Show 1.5. 7. Undertaker. Wow. Thought it'd be higher. Yeah, me At too. 2 million. But then he doesn't perform as much as he said. Yeah, he's still in front of Number six, the guy, Roman Reigns at 2.1 million. Number five, although he's injured, this is 2015, Seth Rollins at 2.4. Number four, Randy Orton at 2.7. Number three, Triple H at 2.8. Number two, for some fucking reason. Brock Lesnar at six million. Yeah. Number one. Who? My boy. John Cena. And yours. Juan Cena. <laughs> Nine point five million dollars. He's the face that runs the place. 
How you course. doing? That's right. So, you know, awesome. That was cool to find out. And, you know. and I think that's what that that's what that spirit of competition makes you want to do. It makes you want to be better. makes you want to make that high money. That's why all these indie stars are out there busting their asses in fucking bingo halls for yeah. like, what, 100 bucks, 50 bucks a night? Because they want to get to the level where they are making that John Cena money. And hopefully one day they will be. Well, we said this week was payback, and we're going to give a quick recon because we are 50 minutes into the show. Wow. And we still have the interview with, with Mr. McMahon. Which is still- you may find it hard to believe, but I do. this... I do. We have it for you. We have it for you. You I just got to get through the payback review. So let's the- burn through this. Let's go to the pre-show. Kalisto versus Ryback. Abel? Um, well, we saw it at WrestleMania. If you didn't see it then, yeah, you had seriously. a second opportunity. Yeah. Um, I thought the match was great. It was great at WrestleMania as far as a match is concerned. It was very solid. There was one move where um, I, I felt Ryback, for someone who is known to cause a lot of injuries with other performers, he saved Kalisto in this match. He did. I, I did not see the pre-show, but you pointed out to me. I watched it, and wow, yeah, it could have been... Dangerous for yeah. that guy. And Kalisa went over the job, top rope job, right with back. like a 360 um, over the top, and he literally, if it wasn't for Ryback, would have slammed right down on the apron. The hardest part of that ring. Tell Enzo about that, huh? Yeah. Dolph Ziggler versus your boy Baron Corbin. I'm surprised it got into the in, in the pre-show. I literally thought it was going to be a match for the Me main too. card. Um, didn't see it. I, I hope it came out well. I'm sure it did. Because both of those guys are awesome, so I'm assuming it couldn't yeah. happen. It was the I mean, first match pre-show. There's usually two matches. Is the last match the pre-show the main event? Of the pre-show, I guess. Yeah, I guess, right? Because <laughs> these guys start out the pre-show. I mean, if you, you want to give the cloud a silver lining, go right ahead. Because I would have gave this the match the, the main event. And then we move into the first pay-per-view of the new era. The start of payback started with the VOD villains versus Enzo and Kaz. Which is was... It's pretty much one of the only matches I was looking forward to. Yeah. And the way it ended, it was like, oh, that sucks. I mean, we totally went into the injury. How we, What we didn't go over is if it wasn't for that injury, how did you think it was supposed to end? I think the Vault Villains are going to win. Yeah? So what do you think was going to happen? Because I have my I theories. I don't, I don't know how exactly it was going to happen, play out. I'm sure the Vault Villains would have hit whatever move their finisher is. I, I think uh, the Dudley boys would have cost Enzo and oh, Cass yeah? the match. Interesting. Which would have caused a feud between them, and that's what we would have been seeing in Extreme Rules, and you would have still been seeing the New Day versus the VOD villains. That's cool. Um, because you didn't see the uh, the Dudley boys in Payback. Um, no. And they still have invested interest in this title picture, and especially in Enzo oh, wait, and Cass. Hey, I, to... I always turn the volume up for this song. Well, speaking about the money, 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 it was the Kevin Owens show. First of all. Because Kevin Owens all, versus Sami Zayn was hey, one of the best hand, matches. Hands up. You don't have to go shut. My question, why was Big Show so Big E so sweaty? <laughs> I, I missed he's the beginning and someone's sitting in the corner. He, he's fucking sweating his balls off. He's, he's very man. sweaty. and the, new, the the key that I knew this paper would be awesome because JoJo was announcing and he is fine. You like the, the the mocha chocolate? Oh, I do. And JoJo is fine. I love JoJo. She's a little she, petite. You're a tall guy. Uh, but don't matter. JoJo is fine. JoJo is banging. Wow. Okay. 
Austin. You want some of the mocha chocolate? Oh yeah, yeah we do. Let's move on to your lame match. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is probably the match of the night. Even JBL called it as oh, the match of the night. This. So sorry for the Miz and Cesaro who had to come after this match. Literally, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn gave the match that I was looking for. Not and me. this is, in my opinion, I have so many great points to this. This is my opinion when we talked a few shows back where WrestleMania did not need to be an intercontinental championship match with all the players who were mixed in. It definitely, in this did. It match. definitely did. It didn't. I think that he needed to invest on the quality of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You could have gotten this match at WrestleMania. It could have gotten over. It would have been... It would... it was a great match beginning to end. All the moves, the dramatics that went into it, the way that they sold each other's moves, the personal rivalry between them, I am very invested. Kevin Owens. It is the Kevin Owens show, I got to say. I wonder, first of all, Kevin Owens went on commentary after his match, and he was annoying as fuck. I did not Oh, my God. He was, he was the annoying. best uh, heel on commentating. You, you spoke my, my turn, right? Yeah. I want to ask you a question. They're make, they're playing this they're playing this rivalry as Owens knocked out Sami Zayn. Okay. Sami Zayn returned. Okay. To get revenge for Kevin Owens. Okay. Was, was it what, following? Isn't true. <laughs> Kevin Owens, not Kevin Owens. Uh, Sami Zayn came back several months ago to face John Cena for the United States title during his open match. Sami Zayn injured himself. He threw his shoulder out. Right. So, I mean, uh, this is a stupid question because no, no one knows the answer to this, but like, I wonder what was the original plan for Zane versus Owens because this match could have happened at SummerSlam. This it match. could have. Absolutely. So I'm wondering what the original plan for this rivalry was because they had to push it back about six months because of the injury. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You know, I hate Kevin Owens because he's annoying as well. But it's, um, you find Kevin Owens annoying? Super annoying. I don't. Really? And you know me, I love the bad guys, I love oh, the heels, I love, I love the cocky, arrogant I am swagger. so high on I'm Kevin talking. Owens. I'm talking. Hey, I'm done. <laughs> so high on him. Next he up was. Awesome. I missed a lot of matches because I was following the Enzo Mori situation. Is the is the Diva match next? Uh, no. Uh, well, you mentioned that he was in commentating and he was in commentating for the Miz versus Cesaro match, which yeah. I feel like Cesaro is coming into his own with this yeah, new rebranding of who his character is. We still lost. He has a good good character behind good character. When, when I love cheered, the intro when he, when he yeah. first came out yeah I like the character I like the, the production value of it he's cool and like you said we, you said it in the last few shows I mean The Miz is one of it's must see TV this it's is the first time yeah. that I agree with The Miz he is must see TV right? the highlight of the Raw yeah he's doing great after that came the Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho match what did you think about that it was cool like I said I wasn't really paying attention because I was trying to follow up Enzo more. that's when the news of Enzo was coming out I was trying to stay on top of that and find out what was going on with him. So I didn't really pay too much attention to it. It was good what I saw, but I didn't follow it closely. I think they had a very good technical matches, and I feel like not surprised. the payback card was uh, a good friend to his show. The voice, Erwin Esquire, was so excited to see payback because there were so many new rivalries that they were building up. It was finally new programs, and yeah. it, it, it literally did kick off the new era uh, to WWE's point. Um, and you did see some new stuff and the Dima Ambrose Chris Jericho match quality quality match awesome. then we moved into the Charlotte versus Natalia match with Ric Flair and uh, Bret the Hitman Hart in their corners which they mentioned this uh, the fact that I kind of like oh my god really 
Charlotte and Natalia are the only pair in history to fight for the NXT Championship, the Divas Championship, and the WWE Women's Championship. And so good for them. That's it's, it's history. I watched history, and they deserve to be those two girls Definitely. in those top and they, spots. They deliver. They're 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 good together. They, yeah, they sell it. Their match in NXT for the NXT Women's Title probably was match of the year for that year. And many people thought it should be match of the year. Yeah, yeah. It was, if it, was, it wasn't in NXT. They weren't women. Probably would have been. What do you think of the finish? The screw job. <laughs> it was weird. With, I didn't. With baby Nate. I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't dislike it. It was like mm, whatever. But I thought uh, it was a little too gimmicky. They're trying yeah. to do the women's uh, wrestling to get more seriously. It's not going anywhere. And the fact that we talked about Bret Hart wasn't really all that into doing payback. He's not. He's very kind of fragile with injuries and right. what he's doing through. I'm surprised he got as involved as he, he did. He did get involved. I like good job, Brett. He killed it, and like he was awesome. He did a good job. He was a good sport. I was happy to see him do it. It was cool. Yeah. And then, and then we have we have an exclusive interview with Mr. McMahon later on. But after that match, Mr. McMahon, Mr. McMahon, yeah. made uh-huh. an appearance. Can I just tell you something about this fucking segment? Go ahead. Yeah, they're in Chicago, but still with the fucking CM Punk chance. <laughs> he left. It tur- he quit on you. He turned his back on his fans, and you're still torching him like a god. Whatever. Well, I'm a big CM, and I love Punk how fan. They, I'm sorry, he handled it, I, and I he like he like it. he egged them on, and that's how you do. Your little kids are annoying you. You make mention mention of it, and they'll stop. So good for Vince McMahon. We handled it right, Mister McMahon. Mr. Ringman came out and he made the decision on the fate of Monday Night Raw where Shane McMahon and Stephanie McMahon will both be running the show. Thoughts? Did you like that? Were you expecting that? I don't think I was. I, th- I thought there was going to be a clear. I wasn't expecting You're going to run or you're going to run. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see a brand split because I like the brand split, but I think the brand split nowadays wouldn't, wouldn't play off as well. But that was expecting expecting somebody to get one show. They got to get one show, and but I'm glad I was wrong because this is going to be a cool dynamic. I'm, I'm interested to see how this plays out. They could do. There's so much to do with it, yeah. and I think that was probably the uh, the creative behind it. Like, let's put them both, oh, yeah. Let, and let's because we could just get so many more storylines out of it while Shane McMahon is still around. Payback, like I mentioned before, was a big show that was built all around the matches it wasn't too much about storylines it was about the quality of the matches and then you have aj styles and roman reigns and i'm like all right this is gonna fall flat okay but it didn't no it did not thank you wow i was for the like i'll let you speak this match started making me turn on like before i was turning on roman reigns and i'm turning back on roman reigns thank you and i'm saying please this guy was selling AJ Styles very well. Mm-hmm. He was building AJ Styles very well. And in the same respect, he was building himself as the character, as a champion, as there was so much wrestling psychology going mm-hmm. into this match that I gained so much respect for not... I mean, I had respect for AJ Styles, but I did not expect it from Roman Reigns that he took me on a journey in this match and kudos to Roman Reigns and AJ Styles you guys had a phenomenal match <laughs> yeah this I like this match a lot it was it was great I loved it both men delivered 
And, um, and then the interruption from Shane and uh, Stephanie. What did you think about that? The sh- I was like, Eric, thank you for bringing that up. Because AJ Styles won via countdown. Right. It was, the referee counted to nine. It would have been a great place to finish, too. Do you think? Yeah. Referee counted to nine. And he was trying to bring Roman Reigns into the ring. He couldn't do it. He rolled into the ring. He won the match. Right. But all I hear about Styles, he's a ring veteran. He's won everywhere he goes. Right. He's a veteran. He's a, he's phenomenal. Right. And from my ring expertise from the video games, <laughs> is that when the referee counts to nine, I roll into the ring, oh. break the count, oh. roll back out. Right. No, I figured, I'm surprised he didn't do that. I mean, I'm not surprised now when it, seen the fallout of it. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, Fair he should have rolled into the ring, rolled right back out. But of course, that, that would have led to the teamwork between the McMahons. When Shane came out, I'm like, all right, that's cool. But then I expected Stephanie to come out. That was predictable. But not in a boring, lame way. I liked it. It was cool. It was great. I really, really like this main event. Yeah, I thought... I think this is one of Roman Reigns' best matches I've seen post-Shield. Agreed. Agreed. And I'm not sure I if it's because... I mean, I like, I'm very high on Roman Reigns. Whether you like him or not, he's good in the ring. If he wasn't, he would not be where he was. I think the matchup between Roman Reigns and Styles, they work well together. They have good chemistry. They have good flow. And I'm looking forward to seeing their matches for years to come. Do you think in a few weeks from now, or even years from now, people will be high on Roman Reigns and say, you know, if it wasn't for Styles putting him over during his matches and their feud together, we wouldn't have the Roman Reigns we have now. Of course they will, because people hate Roman Reigns for no reason. <laughs> they say that about John Cena. <laughs> Who do you think put over John Cena? Because I have one match in particular that gained my respect for John Cena. I don't have one match in particular, so go for it. Uh, WrestleMania 25, Shawn Michaels. And John Cena? 23. 23? Yeah. Ford Field. Ford, Ford Field, Field 23. 23. John Cena, Shawn Michaels. That makes sense, yeah. I think Shawn Michaels I think that- worked the quality craftsmanship of the psychology of a match, the technician of a match and he and Cena had to live up to that level like he had to deliver and he did and I think that's when Cena won my approval a match that I like that I think John Cena was over already but this definitely match elevated him was that hour long impromptu Iron Man match between Shawn Michaels on Raw okay it was an hour-long match. It was an Iron Man match. It was a match that was hour-long from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock. And that match was deliberate. It was phenomenal. It was great. And I'm a John Cena fan, so anything John Cena does is awesome. He can have a match with a mop, as they say, <laughs> and deliver. He had great matches with a great colleague. He had great matches with Umaga and if Now, if I was listening to the show, I know that is the end of Payback. I have one problem with Payback. What, oh, really? I have no problems with payback. What is your problem? This is stupid. I got I got two points in payback. Okay. First of all, one that was annoying, and the one that I forgot to mention, the Titan Tron. Did, okay. did you notice this? Uh-huh. The Titan Tron kept popping back the payback logo. I did not notice. Whenever it was in the background of the shot, they popped. They they cut the feed. They popped out the payback logo instead of carrying the feed. Maybe they were having which technical... Oh, yeah, well, right now it has payback. There you yeah. go. There's something I would be annoyed about because I usually watch the Titantron. I don't watch... Oh. <laughs> so I'll be annoyed at F about it. Nothing that kind of... Bleeds. Another thing that kind of irked my... I'm interested to get your thoughts on this was... I thought the pay-per-view main event was great. Phenomenal. Everyone would like it. Great. 
I was wrong. People still shot on Roman Reigns. Really? He, he only has the same four moves over and over again, and he won. Same finish, same moves, and he wins. Right. I'm like, shut up, first of all. Mm-hmm. Two, then I was thinking, every wrestler has four or five moves. <laughs> Why are you hating on John Cena? Why are you hating? AJ Styles has five moves. Bray yeah. Wyatt has four moves. Uh-huh. Why are you guys hating on these guys? Everyone has three or four moves. They're, they're called signature moves for a reason. Yeah. It's just, shut up. Oh, Maurice is so hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, lucky man. That's all I got. Yeah, I just wanted to fucking, it's annoying. But, um, so, time for your interview, huh? How long have we gone on this? We're an hour and five minutes. We're going wow. to wrap this up. It is time for well, we the have highlight we of have the show. Wow, I can't even. I, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking at you, ready to say the words, and I can't believe that you're about to say what you're about to Neither say. Neither can I. Abel cannot tell me because he was. <laughs> he cannot tell me who he interviewed, which is kind of fucked up because I'd like to have been there. I, I had to sign a confidentially a, a confidential over the phone. Agreement. That's funny. No, they faxed it to me. Yeah, bro. okay, whatever. You can let me in on it. Like, oh, Mike, can you come here? I, I thought. I, I, and whatever ends up. Nothing was Whatever, it's fine. It I, I have a lot of questions I need to ask. But however, our very own Green Man land an interview. Not Triple H. Not Stephanie McMahon. Not a vice president. Not a secretary of this. He landed an interview with the chairman of the board of the WWE. A man I idolized. He had been a huge fan. I didn't like Stone Cold. I was Team McMahon all the way. This man's the man. He is McMahon. And I have not heard this. So I'm going to listen to with you and see the questions Greenman asked. I'm hoping they're good questions. I was a little nervous. I have a lot yeah, of questions I need to ask. <laughs> so I'm very curious. You said they cut the interview down. You have 10 minutes. Uh, oh, yeah. We, when we did the minutes? interview, it was uh, probably ran a little bit over 10 minutes, but it just wrapped around 10 minutes. And... Uh, once I got the interview back, it was about five and change. So, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm a little nervous. We're to going to listen to I'm the as Green Man. Nervous as I was when I did it. We're going to listen to the Green Man interview, Mr. McMahon. I can't believe you're saying the words. Oh my God! After the break, we'll be <laughs> right back. Great song to go out to. I got the whole block wishing they could run with my division, but they gone fishing with no big kids. 
kid, your boy, hold weight. I got my soul straight. I brush your mouth like cold gate. In any weather, I'm never better. Your boy's so hot, you never catch me in the next man's sweater. If they hate, let them hate. I drop your whole clan. Lay your ass down for the three-second tan. Your time is up, my time is now. You can't see me, my time is now. It's the franchise where I'm shining now. You can't see me, my time is now. It's gone be what it's gone be. Five pounds of courage, buddy, base, ten pants with a gold tee. Uh, this a war dance, a victory step. A raw stance is a gift, and you insist it's my rep. John Cena trademark, y'all are so so. And talk about the bread you make, but don't know the recipe for dodo. Aiming guns in all your photos, that's a no no. In this pop, your lip lock, your big talks are blatant, no so. See what happens when the ice age melts. You see, monetary status is not what matters, but it helps. I'm rockin' time piece by Benny, if any. The same reason y'all could love me is the same reason y'all condemn me. A man's measured by the way that he thinks. Not clothing lines, ice links, leather and minks. I spent 20 plus years seeking knowledge itself. So for now, Mark Freck is living life for wealth. Your time is up, my time is now. You can't see me, my time is now. It's the franchise where I'm shining now. You can't see me, my time is now. Your time is up, my time is now. So here we are. As promised, we made it through As the break. Promised. Like I said, I've not heard this yet. From the top of the hour to now. But our very own Green Man did not even invite me or even think about inviting me to this interview. So this go fuck. Wor- no, no, no. I'm hands up. You're not going to Screw you. I have a lot of questions I need to ask. And I'm hoping that you know me well enough to ask those questions. So without. Further ado, the Shot of Wrestling presents the Green Man interview with Vincent Kennedy McMahon, a man who would not be here. None of us would be there here. We, there would be you no would not be listening to yeah. <laughs> I would be on a date right now. <laughs> and um, here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Shot of Wrestling exclusive interview with Mr. McMahon. If I so much as feel your nose breath, I'll crack you in the face with a bag of frozen walnuts. I'm so sorry, sir. I'm just a little excited, and I, I, I'll, I'll really try to regulate my breathing. Let me put on these headphones so I can block out your lame voices by listening to famous explosions in world history. Well, sir, that's going to make it a little bit difficult to conduct this interview. Fine. You win. Thank you. I guess we could start by addressing the elephant in the room. Ratings on the road to WrestleMania were low 
and you already had plans to give the biggest show of the year out for free. At this point, you knew you needed something big to get the fans invested. So, enter Shane McMahon. What did you tell Shane to make him return after seven years? This is an emergency. You're the most fun guy around and everybody knows it. Shane definitely translates as a fun guy on TV, especially with the Shane O'Shuffle. The humanity! (laughs) That gets me every time. Yeah, I know. It's pretty funny. Uh, You did mention that it was an emergency. Was it because of the injuries to Randy Orton, Cesaro, Seth Rollins, John Cena? I mean, the list goes on and... Oh, no! Cena! I've got a potential Armageddon on my hand. So it was Cena. That was the injury that caused you to think that the WWE was in a state of emergency. At this point, Mr. McMahon, why not push guys like Dolph Ziggler, The Miz, Zack Ryder, and get them closer to the WWE World Championship? I'll make sure none of these little assholes even get close. Wow. You feel very strongly about that. Why? Make it this straight. You had relations with a tire in front of him? What? In front of who? And how did you know that? It it only happened once. I I see what you're doing. Changing the subject. Before we can move forward, can you at least admit that it was a mistake to give Roman Reigns such a heavy push? It wasn't a mistake. I I knew I was wrong. (laughs) I don't think that's funny, sir. So you knew it was wrong, but you did it anyways. Why? Uh... Well, it looks like we're not going to get an answer. So, as a very appreciative host, who is grateful for your time, has nothing but respect for you and all you have done for our business, I will move the interview along. Mr. McMahon, indulge me in a travel to the vault. At the 2005 Royal Rumble, you severed both of your quadricep tendons when you stormed into the ring. If our fans remember, John Cena and Batista both went over the top rope at the 2005 Royal Rumble, and Mr. Command decided that the match would continue to have only one victor. When you stormed into the ring, you collapsed, and you gave the ruling from your bum. How did that feel? Holy shit! My legs! I can't feel my legs! Legs have betrayed me! They'll pay for this! (laughs) <laughs> That's funny. Typical uh, heel Mr. McMahon. I'm happy that you were at least able to keep your sense of humor. I-, I know, I know. I'm the funniest guy ever. It is a very dangerous industry, and injuries happen more often than not. Are you okay now, and are you afraid of any other possible injuries? Everything is fine. I'm not afraid at all. Why are you so my I am not up at anybody's ass, but it does seem like injuries have been the biggest heel in storylines this year. While we are on the topic of injuries, John Cena made a big announcement on Twitter. It looks like he will be back sooner than expected. How do you feel about that? I can honestly say I've never been happier in my entire life. I hope your happiness translates into a good program for Cena when he returns. Actually, can you give a shot of wrestling an exclusive and discuss what are your plans for Cena? I've got two choices. First... You can remind that spineless Cena how much we love him. And what is your second choice? Operation Slark! Wow, well, we have seen your first choice for many years, but I am intrigued about Operation Slaughter. Can you indulge? 
like communism. It can be transmitted through the air, water, sex, and in some rare cases, rollerblading. Oh my, that sounds very controversial. I would like to continue this conversation, but our team here is wrapping us up. Ah, shit. I know, it's been a pleasure meeting you, and thank you very much for your time. For a shot of wrestling, this is the Green Man. Where the hell are you going? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, the boss is not done talking. How about two go-home questions? Number one, what did you think about Hulk Hogan's sex tape? Ha! <laughs> what a great film! Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And number two, we are big with nicknames on the show. Michael J. Putty is also known as MJP, and Michael Hates. If you had another AKA for him, what would it be? AKA Dickless Von Loser. Wow, that's great. On that note, this is The Green Man with a Shot of Wrestling exclusive interview with Mr. McMahon. Now, back to you in the studio, MJP. I don't know what to say. Well, Dickless Von Loser, what do you think? I mean, come on. Oh. I mean, that was that was our first <laughs> exclusive interview, and I got the biggest man. I mean, Mr. Yeah. McMahon. Um, he knows who I am. He has a nickname <laughs> for me, and I don't know what to say. He, he, it, was a, it was a great interview. DVL. I think that's what we should call you now, DVL, Dickless Von Loser. <laughs> I don't want to say that because he's probably going to stick. DVL. Wow, that was a fucking great job. I didn't, I, what, so how did that come about? Because I'm, 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 I'm still speechless at how you knew you had the phone with one of my idols, and you had a conversation, and you mentioned me. He called me a loser, dickless loser. <laughs> he must listen to the show. Maybe to I guess honest. so. Huh? I think that's that's what happened. Um, well, little do you know, um, and this is a, I don't know if we, I share this to you before, maybe off the air or on the air, but a. The assistant to Shay McMahon, the, his her, his personal assistant, used to be the personal assistant to my current employer. Okay. I was at work one day. Someone introduced me to her. I already knew the background because someone told me that that person now works with uh, Shay McMahon. And uh, we got to talk, and she came in this past week, and we got to talking some more. Let her know a little bit about the podcast. Bada bing, bada boom, Mr. McMahon. What do you think? How you doing? How you doing? That's how we do wow. it here at a shot of wrestling. I am just. I hope you enjoyed it. it was, I'm flabbergasted. There was a lot of juicy information too. Didn't he give away like Cena's return? No, because we, we knew about that, didn't we? But it was just I don't I don't know how to process this. Um, it's amazing. I mean, and we went in the vault. I, I, I yeah, felt like yeah. I felt like I kept true to the quality of what is a shot of wrestling. We went in the vault. We uh, talked about nicknames. Uh, That's cool, yeah. I mean, no, very, very well done. It was amazing. Um, you said it was cut down to five minutes, and I'm very curious to see what they cut out. Wow, there, there uh, were I know there were things that me. hit the editing room floor, and. Uh, and that's Unfortunately, like you can I can't share that. Off there, you could. So awesome! I mean, it's amazing. I don't know what to say. But I'm in awe of your awesomeness. <laughs> I could never lend that interview, and you did. I, I, I hope I hope our fans enjoyed it. That's all I, I can say. Because this is from the fans to the fans, and 
Don't we got you that we, exclusive. Don't know they couldn't enjoy that. It was an interview with the chairman of the board <laughs> on our show. On Live. a shot of wrestling. Episode That's 12. That's amazing. Just want to say thank you, Mr. McMahon, for providing your time. I know you're a very busy man. Very busy. So... I mean, how do we follow that? Should we just end the show? I would love to end the show because there's nowhere we can go <laughs> downhill. I mean, we went but to the I'm... news, we went through payback, and now Sir McMahon was on the show, so I think we're done. Oh, still wait. Kind of, still kind of flabbergasted. Um, I need to digest what just happened because Vince McMahon heard my name. And actually gave you a new nickname also. It's yeah, no, 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 not important. <laughs> but he, he DBL, knows who we are. He DBL, knows, he knows, he gave you a new nickname, all right? He knows the show. And let's take a quick break because... Wow. Wow. <laughs> Just because, wow. And I still don't know how you you got this interview, but... Awesome. And you said we had to, we had to submit this show to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They have to approve. Um, they may edit some things out. I mean, maybe okay, so in that case, I love Roman Reigns. <laughs> I love Sh- I love uh, John Cena, and um, that's not a lie because I actually do. Okay, so <laughs> let me take a break right now. Let me fill my drink because I just let the fans digest it too. I mean, heard Vince McMahon mention our show on our show. Awesome, Green Man. Great job. To you, I... Cheers.
Wow. Well, wow is all you have to say, huh? I don't know what else to say. One of my idols just called me Dickless Van Loser. DVL. So, <laughs> I don't... It's me. It's me. It's, it's DVL. <laughs> There's nothing to, there the to it, no. Um, wow, I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't... Still don't understand how you got that interview. Well, let's just get back to the show. I mean, there's still a lot more to go over. But no, I just. <laughs> wow, he knows our show. He knows you, and he finally knows Green Man. Oh, we have, we have Brock Lesnar guy. We have the guy with the fucking vest. We got Sign Guy at Green Man. Now he knows who you are. Oh, I think I totally got over Green Shirt Smiley Face guy. Yeah, I haven't seen him. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a yeah, while. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. It's been a while. But now, but he never talked to this man. You have no, and we got him. On so, our show. Green Man had an opportunity to speak to young little kid Green Man. <laughs> After speaking to Vince McMahon, what what would you tell yourself as a young kid? Dream big. Nice. Well done. Dream big. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to say here. I mean, we had a guest our first guest interview was the chairman of the board with Superman. I mean it doesn't get any better than that. How do you top that? Sam Roberts. That's the guy I was looking for. Like the boy the guy with the afro, the white guy with the afro. What's his name? The white guy with the afro. Sam Roberts, there you go. Okay. Um Fucking suck it, we got a physical man. Yeah. Who do what, you got on your podcast? What a, coup. What a fucking huh? coup, man. Who do, who do you have? Now that you know Vince McMahon, can we get me credentials for the WrestleMania? Yeah, I, got, uh, I got a connection. We'll, see, we'll see if it uh, works out. I mean, we'll we should move on right now. I don't want to, but I just, I guess we have to. I mean, uh, there, there was more that happened after payback. That was just Sunday. What did he, what did he, what did he cut out of your interview? <laughs> I could tell you that off the air. Oh, okay. Confidential sense. agreements. You know, I can't. Bret Hart looking good walking Natalia down to the ring. Good for Much him. Much better than I thought he would look. Yeah, I agree. He also, he looks like a, probably like a co-star to someone in The Sopranos or something, you yeah. know, like with the sunglasses. Hey, I got a deal for you. I think that was for, like, good sport. He did what he had to do and he, he delivered. He was great. I like yeah. this. No Scrooge out there, huh? Not here. Not not with him. Not with this. him, yeah. yeah. Not this time. I guess around. we're talking about Raw now, huh? Yeah, let's go to Raw Cheers and Heels. What do you think about Raw? I, um, I thought it was okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I watched it casually okay. the first time, and then you know, when we do the show, we have to take some notes and we yeah. have to like kind of go in depth because you know we're we want to report back on it and we want to get some different perspectives. And I watched it again and I was just like, hmm, same feeling, just okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought payback was awesome though. I phenomenal payback. I what? I are you still like in shock of uh yeah, I think so. I, <laughs> I loved Raw. Yeah? What, I loved I loved Raw. I, I don't like Raw. I hate Raw. Raw is boring and Michael lame. Hates. Nothing goes on, but I love this Raw. What did you love about this Raw DVL? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I watched Seamus. Did you love Seamus? Oh, yeah, this song. <laughs> I I watch. Oh, speaking of I Raw. watch. I have other shows. I watch at eight o'clock. 
Okay, yeah. It started several Gotham. years ago with How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Now it's on to Gotham. So I do. I watch those shows. Gotham's an hour long. So around 9, 10, 9, 15, I start watching Raw. Right. I fast forward through all the boring, lame stuff. I usually get caught up around 9, 30, and 10 o'clock. Right. So you fast uh, forward good, to I the end Quote, unquote, good Raw. I get caught up around 10, 15. Okay. I go to bed around 10.30, watch the main event the next night, the next day. because Unless you get a text from me saying Shane McMahon's on. Yeah. <laughs> main event, the main events of Raw usually are lame and boring, make no sense. Who cares the fuck? You know, actually, that's a great point you bring up. There, It has been a while since there's been like a promotion of a main event on Monday Night Raw that actually was worthy enough to be called the main, main event, event of Raw. Exactly, yeah. You know, like you remember back the days when Trish Stratus and Lita well, were the main event of that Raw? That was a time, big yeah. that was a big moment and you were looking forward to it. A John Cena match when it would go against one of his big rivals like Randy Orton. That was a big event. Now what do you got? Like uh, nothing at all. It's, there's it's no boring. it's lame and it's like I go to bed early, I watch Raw for an hour, hour and a half, I go to bed. But this time I started watching Raw around nine ten all right, I was gonna fast forward, and I didn't. And everything I wanted to fast forward through, I didn't. And I watched the whole show. Wow! I didn't fast forward through anything. I and you're not just saying this for Mr. McMahon, who no has to approve the show well, before well, we well, sort of. send it live. I started fast forwarding through the main event, and I stopped. Like actually, I kind of want to watch this match, so I stopped fast forwarding, and I, I watched everything on Raw. I didn't fast forward through any except the commercials. It was a great Raw. I One of my favorite Raws of all time. Wow, that's a lot to be said, MJP. So let's go through our cheers and heels and let's find out what your thoughts and my thoughts yeah, and let's th- compare them. If this is the first time you're listening to this show, we obviously know you're listening to the show because you have watched already Monday Night Raw. So we don't need to give you a rundown or go into detail or like Michael J. Putty likes to say, oh, there goes, you know, Dolph Ziggler with the schoolboy on the Miz, you know, kind of moment. I do say that a lot. Yeah. yeah. So here it is. Let me start with my cheers. Because, I mean, it was an okay ride. I don't really have that many cheers and heels. I got a lot of cheers. Oh, then maybe you should start. <laughs> I got a lot of cheers. Go ahead. You should start. Go ahead. Start it off. So we're all opened up with Shane and Stephanie. Okay. And it's ended up with somehow Kevin Owens versus Cesaro. Right? Okay. A match, like I said, I would definitely fast forward through. I mean... Because quality that, wrestlers, they're putting great matches yeah, nowadays. Fuck so. them. They're boring. They're lame. <laughs> However, I did not fast forward to this match. I watched every single moment of this match because I'm going to cheers Miz on commentary. Uh, really? He delivered? You, you don't did, cheers I, Kevin Owens on no, payback. He's lame. He's boring. Oh. I, I did not want to miss anything Miz had to say and his wife because <laughs> they are the hottest. You're such a mark. They are the hottest thing on Raw right now, the Miz and Maurice. <sighs> And I watched that whole match. Great match. I'm glad it I did not fast forward. It was a good great match. match. Only reason I watched it because of the Miz is commentary, and he did not disappoint. I guess I should turn, turn heel on something, right? If there is anything, because you love the show, I'm going to turn heel on Kevin Owens' commentary. Oh my! What? He is lame. He is boring. He is not funny. He tries to be funny. He is not funny. Are you freaking Bel- kidding me? Belittling Michael Cole. Littling that other guy, what's his name? Oh, we are so gonna disagree on this whole what, what, segment. Byron Saxton uh, makes sense, it's funny, but 
constantly doing it? Like, it's his Byron, shit. Byron it's what he does. Like, oh, so blah 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 blah. Hey, blame I, someone I, for being freaking blah, 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 consistent blah, blah, blah. on his show and actually no. owning to his craft. He's and too saying, much. He's too much. Not being a flip flopper. It's too much. It's, Sorry, do you like the big show? Because one day he's heel, one day he's face. I he's mean, a, come on. He's annoying. Who he's are not, you? He's not like funny. Leads. He's not entertaining. It's a little too much. It, it was funny to a point that he always crosses oh the line God. to being too much. Like, Hurry up so I could go. It's oh. like, oh, like, oh, let me, this is this is funny. Oh, you think this is funny? Let me keep repeating it, repeating it, repeating it, Diving repeating it, in. it. Yeah, digging it in, just like a true heel and should. Therefore, it's it gets the boring. Kevin Owens show, all right? It, it gets lame and boring, and I'm going to he- turn heel on Kevin Owens' commentary, because on the ring, he's good. It's just oh my his God. character is lame and boring. The last person that I thought was so good on the mic was CM Punk. I'll get you a mic right now. <laughs> so my raw heels in turn. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Mr. McMahon w- w- would like that you did that to me. He would uh, love it. He's, he's, he's a good friend to the show now, actually. Yeah, he would love it. Fuck CM Punk. I'm going to cheers to something that you may disagree with. But I'm going to cheers to the intro of Monday Night Raw. No. I'm a cheers to the intro, which was nicely recapped with the decision of Mr. McMahon, the decision that he made at Payback. It's a great way, especially coming off of the good payback that we had with the quality match. It's a great show. It it was awesome. It was nice that they kind of piggybacked off what just happened, and they started raw with what happened in Payback. Mr. McMahon leading to his decision to put Shane McMahon and Stephanie in charge of Raw. So, does the new era start? Did the new era start at Payback? Or does it start at Monday Night Raw? The only thing I could remember was that the new era reminded me a lot of the new generation. Great analogy, yeah. Where it's all these new guys who are coming up and all the old guys who have gotten their chance and didn't get over and didn't get the push to the championship now have to put over the new talent because it's, it's all about the new guys. It's the new generation. It's a lot of things that Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Seven, back in the day with the new generation complained about. Many of the reasons why a lot of these superstars left the WWF at the time to go to WCW. Ooh, WWF. All right. And now the Fed, right? Yeah. And now we're talking about releases on, on a Friday. Where... I mean, where do you think these kids are going? Are they going to TNA? Ring of Honor? No. Global Force Wrestling? Two men have been signed, (laughs) yeah. So, you never know. So, it it was just very similar to the new era reminding me of the new generation. But I, I, I noticed that there was a difference between Owen's promo and what everybody else does. So, this is one of the big things that I am going to cheer about. Why I am big on Kevin Owens. You may disagree. But let let me tell you my analogy of why Kevin Owens is so awesome on commentary. He is so awesome in the ring. He is so awesome with his promos. The Miz, right? No, we're talking about Kevin Owens. KO. No, I don't. Because he believes his own shit. So is the Miz. He believes it. The Miz backs it up, though. He believes it. I mean, if you really pay attention to everything that is happening, he feels like it's really like happening to him. When the Miz disses him, he's like, Miz, why are you dissing me? Like, he pays attention to the littlest details. You know, he's the only one, in my opinion, in this day and age of the new era, aka new generation, 
2.0, um, who is keeping kayfabe in the ring and on commentating. So yes, that is why he has to repeat himself because he is the heel. He is that man. And and, and yeah, Kevin Owen. It is the Kevin Owens show when I tune in oh, on Monday Night Raw. Cheers to KO. Boy. So now I'm going to turn heel on something. Please. I don't know if you're going to agree. I, I mean, Probably you won't. I feel fucking Because cheese. you fucking love the whole show. I'm going to turn heel on the gorgeous truth and gold dog. Oh, no. Go. No way. No way. I'm definitely cheering this. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm definitely cheering this. <laughs> is go this ahead. really? Go ahead, speak. Is this really where, I mean, the road to WrestleMania led to a program with Goldus and our truth about them trying to be a tag team, not being a tag team, and now they're trying to make each other jealous with two no names. I mean, they should have been on the release list today. Fandango and what's his other name? Fandango. I mean, it's, it's it's not even comedy at this point. I I I, I didn't enjoy it. I'm sorry. This I, is, I have to turn heel on it. This is a lame segment versus a rivalry that's been going on way too long. Between R Truth and Goldust trying to R Truth trying to get Goldust and then Goldust agreeing and then trying to get R Truth and he did not want it anymore or whatever order that was in. And uh, I watched this segment. I'm like, alright, this is actually for some reason this is lame, not funny. However, I was entertained by it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was Did you funny. Like the selfie stick on the. I love the selfie the, stick. The branch. I love the selfie stick. Oh. I love Tyler Breeze putting the do rag on. I love. <laughs> I love Fandango <laughs> doing the fucking hip gyrations and and Goldust no, doing the I'm hip. Nothing at you. <laughs> hip, hip doing the hip gyrations and just it was a one upsmanship trying to get either one jealous. For some reason, I agree. I don't. This segment sucked, but somehow it held my entertainment, and I. Actually, you didn't look forward to this. No, I laughed oh, and I actually enjoyed it. Wow! So yeah, is that, that a cheers? That is definitely a cheers. So then, and I have um, go, four more cheers and one ahead, more heel. Do all your cheers, please. Uh, Just get you, them out of the way. You got anything left? Um, a cheers. Yeah, anything left? Cheers um, or heels? How many left? I mean, again, I didn't really think there was that much to. So show. I'll just run the gambit. Yeah. I'm going with Cheers, which is this is like a Cheers, Cheers. It's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens is on the top rope versus his match against Cesaro. Uh-huh. Once again, a match I was going to fast forward, except the Mrs. Commentary. <laughs> Cesaro jumped from the mat and landed a drop kick to, to Owens' face. On the top rope, and that's that's a move. I'm like, oh my god, that was fucking amazing. I mean, the, I got I have to agree that the quality of matches since Payback, and now we're going into Monday Night Raw, have drastically improved. So if the new era means more investment in the booking of a match and more investment in the in-ring ability and the psychology of a match, I'm all for the new era. Next thing I'm going to cheers is Bubba Ray Dudley. But who? Bubba Ray Dudley. All right. And the way he commanded that match, the way he led that match, it was Dudley's versus the Vaudevillains versus... I'm sorry. That was the match I fast forward. I don't remember who <laughs> they were going against. It was oh, New Day and Big Cass. Oh, yeah. 
Because they had a... So Bubba, Bubba Ray was six, in the ring. Six-man tag? Eight-man tag? Actually, Bubba Ray was not in the ring. It was the Vaudevillains versus one of the members of the New Day. The New Day was getting their ass banked. Uh, Vaudevillains were getting their ass banked. And all of a sudden, you hear Bubba Ray saying, Man, I thought you guys were good to the, to the Vaudevillains. I always love Bubba Ray. When he I thought it. you guys were good. You guys suck. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it was Bubba Ray Dudley in the ring with Xavier Woods. And he was just clubbing him in the face. Repeatedly over and over and saying, This is how you do it. This is how you beat them. This is how you do it. <laughs> I did like that part. And like, it was I the Vaudevillains Vaud in the ring. And he's like, that. You know what? You tag me. You tag me. <laughs> the Vaudevillains tagged his teammate. Like, No, 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 no. You take us in. And, the way, and just the trash talking, the way he kind of quote, commanded that match. He was the leader of that match. Leave your own shit. It was. Own it. It, 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 was, very, it was very entertaining. I like this one match. And now fast forward because Bubba Ray. Held by entertainment, it's like, all right, this guy's funny. I, I want to know what he says next, and he delivered. It was great. I loved it. This is going to be a shot of wrestling first, but since the beginning of the show, you and I agreed that whatever we're going to do and whatever we're going to say for this show, we're never going to take back because you know what? It's it comes from the heart. It comes yeah. from our minds. It's 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 who we are. If we say it, we mean it. We don't try to sugarcoat things. But this is going to be a shot of wrestling first. I'm going to take something back. Okay. From a few shows ago. Wow. I called Bubba Ray Dudley and Devon Dudley, the Dudley boys, a nostalgic act. She did. I'm going to take that back. They have reinvented. Wait, hands up. Your, your mouth goes shut. Oh, Natalia the screw just job just happened on Payback. without What? She did not tap out. Me and Erwin both agree that Charlotte is hot as fuck if she had an ass. ass. <laughs> yeah. She, she had a... Pretty face, nice body, just the ass is... Mm. Yeah. And uh, she's your height. She's your type. My it's type to a T. Yeah. As long as she was black. Anyway, you were, you were saying. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna. I have to retract my original comment that the Dudley boys are a nostalgic act and they're just here to fill that yeah. nostalgic moment because... You did say that. They have that. completely reinvented themselves, who they are in the ring. And I feel like the Dudleys now are... Are kind of rivaling who the Dudleys were years ago. Even their ECW days. Like, I'm getting a little bit different Dudley, and I love it. I do like it. Uh, on a side note, the Dudleys are coming out with a DVD. Yeah. Which shows their... Straight out Dudleyville. Yep. So, which shows their return. DVD I won't be getting. Return to the WWE. So, it's very interesting to watch. Cool, yeah. I'll, I'll wait for it to come out on the network. Any you other get, cheers you got there? I got one more heel, one more cheers. You got anything left? I, ha I mean, the last cheer is going to lead us into um, what else? Extreme rules. My right, road the, to extreme. And I will. You, you have a cheers. I'll extreme rules. I think we should go home with that. All right. So then I'll start with a cheers myself. I'm going to cheers. If you are a fan of this show for some reason, you'll know my next <laughs> cheers is this. Do you know what cheers is? Should it be the return of John Cena? No. Oh. Uh, My man, Zack Ryder. Oh, I was going to go to The Miz and then Zack Ryder. So. Zack Ryder and his performance. He delivered. He was amazing. We both, we both mean you. But everyone else knew he wasn't <laughs> going to win. They're, they could have picked anybody to last that long. For some reason, they're not, they don't like this guy. They're not high on this guy. But for some reason, he's always getting that, that, that certain rub, that certain thing. And uh, he was the, the last two of this battle royale. 
But you know, the winner wasn't a surprise because the whole match on the commentary, they were picking and promoting the big guy versus the little guy. Right. So we knew Zack Ryder wasn't going to win. We knew nobody of a standard size was going to win. So when when Sheamus got eliminated by my man Zack Ryder, we knew it was going to be Rusev. Yeah. But Zack Ryder was in second place. So he could have been nobody. This, right? I'm cheering Zack Ryder. And his performance He did a great job They could have picked anybody And they picked Zack Ryder And they're still For some reason Keeping him around And he wasn't released So I gotta be high on that Okay I mean I'll cheers on the fact That Rusev won I think It's gonna Bring a nice dynamic To the United States No it's not It's gonna be the same thing It's Kalisto versus Ryback Kalisto uh, Rusev is gonna be the same shit Big man versus little man But I think Rusev Is gonna win this one How fucking so Fucking which leads, which leads me to my heel. Turning heel, finally. On Kalisto and his commentary. Oh my gosh, did he fall asleep or did the fans fall asleep? I mean, wow, <laughs> his commentary is so... He was nervous. I, I did not fast forward the Cesaro match because so the Miz on commentary held my attention. I could not fast this forward to this listen. match because I was caught up in live and... Kalisto was very boring and oh. he, his commentary was he's great in the ring though silver lining Lucha Lucha right, yeah, your turn well since you're loving this show I'm a I ch- <clears throat> excuse me I love this show I, I know you've mentioned it plenty of times great role uh, I did not fast forward with anything and they're Ian Styles, hot as a <laughs> mocha chocolato mm. cheers where's Lillian Garcia though <sighs> Jojo Ian Styles, Lillian Garcia they have some fine announcers I guess that's why I got rid of Sam Roberts cause he's not fine Justin Roberts Justin Roberts <laughs> and <laughs> currently we're watching Payback and our guest this week is making his way to the ring with a big announcement what you get? No, you didn't ask any questions about. No, actually, I told them what was what was the what did he say to Shane McMahon to make him come back after seven years? Something that no one has ever asked before, and uh, he let us know. So awesome! Yeah, my last cheers okay. to end Monday Night Raw. Cheers on the road to Extreme Rules. Four matches have been set. I'm excited. The Green Man is going to be at the Rock in Newark, New Jersey. Oh, we're going. Unfortunately, you, you chose not oh, to go on this one. I was invited, no, asshole. I, I'm pretty sure you were. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I wasn't, though. Maybe we should bring Slick Dick Williams in. We no, should we're, not, we're not inviting <laughs> him back. He's lame and boring. We're not inviting him back oh, on the show ever again. Slick Dick. One of our lowest rated segments of all time. Oh, it's all about the ratings now, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> I'm inspired by your guest this week that you met. This is going to be a hard show to follow for anyone. I don't, yeah, so I don't know if we'll wait, wait a couple weeks for Erwin comes back. I don't know if anyone could follow this show. We do have someone special next week who could try. We're not. We're not. We're not it's not confirmed he could try. yet. It's not confirmed yet. He is, I don't he, want. He will not succeed, but but he could try. Ladies and gentlemen, Green Man's all about guest hosts. Do you think he should take it personally because he doesn't want me and him one on one? He always wants some guest host. I don't think he likes me very much. <laughs> Or else it's like what I have to say or my opinion on things. I like the dynamic of a three-man booth. It's lame and boring. Unless you're Erwin Escobar. But I'm cheering to the Extreme Rules and the Road to Extreme Rules because there are four matches that it is Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles in an... 
What, what kind of rule? What kind extreme of rules. An extreme rules match. Go roll for the race. WWE World There's no way. Champion. There's no way. We'll save this for our prediction, Joe. No? Oh, yeah. Let's save it for our prediction. We also have the New Day versus the Vaude Villains for the WWE Tag Team surprise, Champions. Surprise. Charlotte versus Natalia in a submissions match for the WWE Women's title. And this hasn't been confirmed yet, but Kalisto versus Rusev for the United States title. Obviously, we know because he's the number one contender, but it hasn't been made official. That's cool. That's fun. And that's Raw. I mean, I'm excited about Extreme Rules. If I get a show like Payback... I will be yeah, very excited. Too. That'd be great. So it's funny how the E is going to listen to our show, review our show, and we don't mention TNA or your boys Lucha Underground or anything else. It's funny. Uh, yeah. It's part of the contract. So are we ready to go home? We're going to play a game first. I love games. Every show since day one, we have games. I don't know how I do with it. With Michael Hates. There's you think you think Green Man would come up with a game once in a while, but no, he doesn't. It's all on me. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's your thing. It's your segment. Are we ready for games? Oh, I'm ready. Are you ready? With Michael Hates. I'm ready. Let's go. What you got for me? This week, we're going to play a game. Are you Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a wrestler. Okay, I think I'm going to be able to do this. I'm, you have to tell me, is he Canadian? Canadian bacon? Or is he was he born in Canada? Oh, okay, born. Or is he born in the United States? How about if he was born, born to be a wow? There's none of the names I've no. matched up to that name. <laughs> okay. If you think he was born in the United States, you say USA. You, okay. If he was born in Canada, you say Canada. Okay, I don't know why you paused that long. <laughs> I thought you were gonna make me there say are something French. Twelve names. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Okay, USA, Canada. Once again, I think he's American, you say USA. I think he's Canadian, you say Canada. Canada. Do you understand? Yes. Do you really, though? (laughs) No. (laughs) But let's play the game. Come on, I'm sure we're over. And away. We. Go. Abdul the Butcher. Uh, USA. Mm, Canada. Really? Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. USA. Correct. Roddy, Roddy Piper. USA. Mm, wrong. Damn it, I was going to say Canada. Chris Jericho. Canada. Wrong. Damn it. Santino Morella. Uh, USA. Wrong. Holy shit. Killer Kowalski. Canada. Correct. Bray Wyatt. Uh, Canada. Wrong. Damn it. Tyler Breeze. Canada. Correct. Lana. Uh, USA. Correct. Earthquake. Uh, USA. Wrong. Mr. Fuji. USA. Correct. Val Venus. Canada. Oh, oh, correct. Gorilla Monsoon. Canada? Ooh, incorrect. Damn. This is the first game I've lost. I suck at this game. actually kind of tied. No. How many do I have? You got one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven wrong. Seven wrong. Yeah, yeah. you lost. Yeah, I you lost. lost. This is the first. Oh, wow. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six right. If it wasn't for this Mr. McMahon exclusive interview, I would be sad about the show. 
I, I, I would I totally feel like the show would be a failure. But I delivered with a great interview. So, um, the Green Men's a winner for show 12, episode 12. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Wow, this I suck at this game. I don't want to play this game ever again. That was a fun game. I liked it. I hate this game. This game sucks. Who made this game up? How? I did. Actually, I did. You, you, you sh- I did. You, you're fired. I, I come up with all our games. <laughs> How banging does Steph look right now? She looks She's. She looks really nice. She looks. She looked really nice on Raw too. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. We are an hour and fifty something minutes into this. Let's, let's wrap this up. Anything else you want to go? Getting go home thoughts. Um, I have to mention the club and the click. I mean, they're mentioning the club mm-hmm. as Anderson and Gallows. Okay. I, mean, I feel like they're recycling storylines. It's the new That's generation and the new don't, era. Don't embarrass the yourself the click? by comparing him to the click. I mean, there's two different things. Why are they calling close. them the club? They're the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club, exactly. So why, why not just say the Bullet Club? Because why trademarked. You can't say it. So they kind of call them the club. It just reminds me it's of the, the Baylor. Cl- it's the Baylor Club. That's why the shirts. It reminds me of the click. The Baylor Club shirts of NXT is the same logo, same concept. Mm-hmm. Instead of bullet, it's Baylor. Okay. So which means Finn Baylor is coming up sometime soon. I hope so. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> what are your go-home thoughts? I think I think we talked about them all. They were good. Okay. Well, be part of the conversation. Follow us on A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. For all your news updates. This and show, what are those handles? A Shot of Wrestling. On? Facebook. Okay. Instagram. Okay. Unfortunately, not Twitter. No, A Shot of Wrestling on Twitter. Thanks for the correction. You're welcome. This show is from the fans, and it's to the fans. And this is your forum to discuss your thoughts. Have fun. Trust us that we will not take anything personal. And enjoy the show. And who knows? Maybe your thoughts, your comments make make it to next week's show. Like Mark Tolman did. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Thank you. So until next week, for the Green Man, I am Michael J. Putty and Putty. Hey baby, I hear the bell ring, hitting hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night everybody. <laughs>